Hi, welcome to another episode of the Change in the Narrative podcast. Sophie Catherine here. So excited to have you for today's episode. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. I don't usually talk about my career in aviation on the podcast because it's what I do, not who I am. But there's just some things I feel like it's important to expose and talk about. We're all about being um, transparent and vulnerable in this space. And I had a few things happen this week in my career. And I was like, you know what? This has been happening for years. I really want to do a podcast episode on, on it because I don't think people always see this side or hear this side of aviation. When we think about flight attendants, usually... I know when I've talked to people, they see very glamorous lifestyle, you know, traveling here and there, fun destinations, and that is part of the job. But there's a side culturally that we just don't talk about, and it's so important. And I'm a big believer in just getting things out in the open and talking about them because change can't happen if we don't talk about the issues at hand. I've seen it throughout the years. You know, there's this stigma like you see customers, like if we have a female captain make a PA, on the aircraft, customers just assume it's a flight attendant because they just assume that the captain's going or the first officer is going to be a male. And they're like, oh, and they won't listen. You also notice that people pay attention when they hear a male voice over the PA. But if it's a female voice, they tend to tune it out. It's just a cultural thing. It's a thing I've noticed. We've all noticed it. And yeah, I just want to talk about it. I want to just, just dive into this episode. I'm so excited to have you aboard. So let's get started. Hi, Sophie Catherine here for the Change in the Narrative podcast. So excited to have you for today's episode. So today's episode is a little different. Um, I don't usually talk about my career, current career, um, on the podcast, but something happened this week that really opened my eyes to issues that I see, things that I want to talk about, because I think it's super important for us to, and I say it all the time, like, no, nothing is taboo. There's no judgment in this space. And that's why I want to talk about some of the darker sides of my career, because I feel like, you know, when you think of a flight attendant, what do you picture, right? Like this like beautiful, thin, like typically, because that's like what they portrayed back in the 60s. You know, you had to, they used to weigh flight attendants. They used to have them weigh in and take measurements. We've come so far, um, you know, all shapes and sizes, all beautiful women, all different, you know, genders and, you know, everybody's welcome basically in aviation, but there's still this dark side to it when it comes to, you know, being a male dominated industry in a lot of ways that people don't really talk about. And it's something I really wanted to discuss on today's episode because I had something happen this week that I was like, you know, what, this is fucked up and I want to talk about it because no one talks about it. And it's something that has bothered me for a long time. When people find out that I'm a flight attendant, they're always like, wow, that must be so exciting. You're traveling all the time. It must be so fun. And it is. There's a lot of great things to my career, as there is to anybody's. But there's a, a side of aviation that is really toxic. And it's this idea that women aren't as equal to men and that men are in control. I mean, there's the, still the pilot you know, the captain, first officer dynamic and female flight attendants and lots of time as women, as I know that personally, I felt like when there's been sexual comments made to me or inappropriate touching, like nothing happens. Like no one says anything, no one does anything about it. And it's not cool, you know? And I think growing up the way I did kind of set me into this this mindset that, you know, man is king and women submit. And so for me, like for the first five to six years in the industry, I really didn't 
feel like I could say anything or I could speak out against things that were happening. And because I was raised to be quiet, you know, I was like a perfect example of a disempowered woman. But as I've been coming into my own and realizing my self-worth and knowing that I can speak up, I see things differently. I'm not the same person that I was before. And therefore, the things that I see that I used to just dismiss or look past, I can't do anymore. So the situation that happened this week was kind of appalling. And honestly, I was like, this is absolute bullshit. Um, I don't want to go into too many logistics just for safety uh, reasons. But we have since 9-11, there's a lot more procedures in place for people. you know, protection of the cockpit, basically, on aircrafts. And every airline has their own procedure. Um, And obviously, I keep the airline that I work for very confidential, but we have a whole procedure. And when the pilots come out for their breaks, there's no access to be given to the cockpit area. Well, it just so happened that this captain's like, no, I cannot say it this way, but he walks her down the jet bridge and is like, my wife, quote unquote, is on today's flight. And I want her to be in first class and I'm the lead flight attendant. And I'm like, well, we're full and the gate agents would have to put her in first class. I can't do that. And he's like, well, if a seat opens up and I'm like, okay, well, I could lose my job for that. So no. (laughs) So he's already right off the gate trying to like make me kind of compromise my work policy, my values, all of those good things. And she's like in this little hoochie mama dress and, you know, little high heels and he's like older. I'm like, what is going on here? Which is typical fashion, right? So as the flight goes on, we let them out for a break and he's like texting her and it's, we don't allow anybody access to the cockpit. When that, when we are giving breaks to the pilots, there is no, no one can come towards the front of the aircraft. No one can come near the cockpit. Like that is just protocol. Well, this guy lets her come to the front when we're giving him the break and kisses her in front of the first class cabin. There's a hierarchy in aviation and the captain is known as the pilot in command. He is the one in charge and he's the captain. And I'm standing there thinking, first of all, this is a safety issue. Second of all, like, this is not cool. But here I am with my hands tied. Like, what am I going to say? And I'm just not one of those people that can look past things. Like, like, to me, that is a, that is a wrong thing. Like, what makes you exempt from the normal policy? What makes you exempt from, you know, this? So I sent an email to certain departments. I'm like, what do I do in this situation? And I, it's crickets. You know, I haven't heard anything back. And that's the frustrating part is I feel like sometimes I speak out. It's like, it's like not heard, you know? And there's been so many instances over the years. And I remember a specific situation where I was brand new um, and we were giving them a break, the pilots. And there's, you know, I was up in the cockpit and I sat down in one of the seats and the first officer was talking to me while the captain was taking a break and he comes back in and sits and he goes to sit in his seat and he's like, Ooh, it's warm over here. Were you two over here playing captain? Like insinuating we had been like having sex in the cockpit. And I just remember thinking, fuck you. Like, ew. And we just walk past it. And it's like, I know that aviation isn't the only industry that tolerates this behavior, but I wanted to do an episode today about not feeling like you can speak up in the workplace, not feeling like you can say what you need to say. And I I even had this happen in my first job and I, I worked for a grocery store and there was a person that worked in the department next to me that would make sexual comments to me all the time. And 
I got a reputation in the store. They used to call me Miss America and they would all make fun of me. And I remember talking to the manager of that department and like, like making a complaint. And she's like, oh, so you don't think you did anything to like warrant his behavior? You don't think that you encouraged him to say these things to you? And <laughs> it's, it's like this thing. It's like this unspoken thing. And as a, a woman who grew up in such a religious environment where you couldn't speak out and you couldn't say things, you know, it's, it's really hard for me. And I, I wanted to do a podcast episode. I know it's different. But like people see the beautiful sides of aviation. They see the going to luxurious locations and staying in nice hotels and having nice dinners and traveling. But they don't see the underbelly of it. They don't see the darker sides of it. And and that's what I wanted to talk about today, because I think it's so important for us to expose those darker sides of industries that we maybe don't see because people don't feel like they can talk about it. But that is what this podcast is all about. This podcast is about speaking out, talking about things that people maybe don't want to because they're afraid of what could happen if they do. But that's the thing. Change can't happen if we're so scared of the consequences of speaking our truth or speaking out against injustice because it does happen and I do see it every day. Now, we had those pilots at the beginning of the week. Yesterday, fantastic pilots came on, supporting us as a crew, great communicators, weren't obsessed with their little hoochie mama girlfriend sitting in, you know, uh, (laughs) sitting in, um, you know, the the back seats there in the aircraft but like it was just it was just one of those things where it's just so frustrating because I just felt like he was so this this captain I had referred to earlier that was kissing his significant other um he was so focused on her he was also like not giving us correct information on the flight he was not communicating with customers because he was so in with in tune to this person and I'm like this is a safety issue you know this is something that needs to be reported because this could cause a problem down the road you know, flying a plane, that is a big fucking responsibility, okay? I want to make sure that my captain and first officer are in it, like are on it, are paying attention, are, you know, my 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 um, expertise is in the cabin and helping medical events or if I have to evacuate or whatever, but I want to know that the men leaning the aircraft or the, or the women flying that plane, I can count on them in an emergency. It's a very specific and unique dance when it comes to the dynamic of crew connection, crew communication, crew collaboration. There was no threat and error management. There was no, there was no like, it was just, and it, I felt like my hands were tied because there was nothing I could do to pull that out of this person. So I had to step up in that leadership role, keep customers informed, you know, keep my crew connected. It's just, I was just like, I'm not the captain. Like, this is not my fucking job. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's another thing, just like the, the sexual harassment that gets like kind of swept under the carpet. And, you know, there's been many people that have tried to say things and it just gets overlooked because it's still an industry, I think, that is super close-minded in a lot of ways I mean and you know I think um I've always had this belief that we choose things to teach ourselves something even if we don't know why we went into the path or the career that we did we did it for a reason and I think about how tight-laced you know aviation is how you have to dress a certain way and wear your hair a certain way and there's black and white rules and there's regulations and um it's almost like, too, you have a persona, and that's something that bothers me, too, as I've always been someone that can't really hide what they're feeling, and you have to be so, like, professional and nice and smile and do your hair just right and your makeup, and it's a whole thing, and I was thinking, wow, like, this is 
this is this goes deeper than anything I could even begin to realize now as I'm looking at it as who I am now. I started in this industry in 2016. I'm not the same person I was back then. Those rules and regulations and all of those things resonated with me because that's how I was raised. That was my comfort zone. We talk about all the time choosing relationships or experiences because it's a comfort zone. It's something that we're used to. It's something that we feel connected to. Um, and you know, that, that is what I did. And now as I'm, you know, kind of moving in a new direction, looking into different classes and things that I want to do differently with my career. And I see things differently now. And I'm like, hmm, I can't just sit back and tolerate behavior anymore. I have to speak up and say something. So this episode's all about empowering, you know, whoever you are, I know there's probably been a situation in your workplace or you've dealt with something that, you know, maybe was normalized, but it's not normal at all. And we really, we really got to say something. We really got to speak out and you can do it in a professional way. I sent a very, you know, curtailed email, um, noting all the different things that happened, noting why I had an issue with it because it was safety related. Um, you know, and, you know, I don't, I may never hear anything back about this. I don't know. But if I hadn't sent that email, And there's a part of me that was fearful to say something because I was like, you know, this is kind of a weird scenario to email. I don't want to be seen as someone that's like petty or whatever. But in seven years, I've never encountered such an unprofessional captain. Um, I've I've encountered unprofessional captains on the layovers, but never really in that scenario. And it was something that was so kind of egregious to me that I I had to say something. there's been so many times too where I've had inappropriate touching work. And I one time had a captain grab my hand to shake it and told me my hand was cold and proceeded to try to rub my arm and hand. And I ripped my hand out and I was like, don't touch me. Um, but like, there's this like, so many women I know have like told me like they've been touched or, um, you know, something's happened on a layover. And it's a weird kind of little reality where you're, you're kind of like, this nomadic pigeon that's the best way I can describe it like we're not really we're always up and about traveling around and you see things and I remember I have a relative in aviation and he was just like I don't know if you're ready to deal with this like you're really sweet and innocent like I and I and I agree with that like when I started I had no idea what I was getting myself into I didn't know what I was going to be seeing and um you meet these pilots, you know, and they have wives and kids and they show you pictures and then their mistress is sitting on the plane and then they're in the shuttle together and you're all going to the hotel and they're all over each other and you're like, this is fucking weird, man. Like, but you see it with the flight attendants too, like leading double lives. And I don't know, for me, it was, it's, it's kind of one of those things where we talk about contracts running their course. I've also had jump seat conversations with amazing souls and had my life transformed by amazing people and felt like I've had this camaraderie. But I feel like when I see bloggers like flight attendant, you know, people online that are famous, it's always like, look at me in this European destination, look at me packing my bag. And it's like, yeah, that is part of the job. But there's a lot of fuckery that goes on behind the scenes that we don't talk about. And I, I just can't, sit back anymore and just not say something, you know, um, and I know it is an industry-wide problem and it's not just in aviation. Um, I, I just feel this, like there's this power, it's not a power struggle per se, but as women in, as a woman in this industry, I have felt dismissed many times and you know, women are fucking powerful, man. Like we have the strongest intuition. We know our shit 
and men are strong in their ways, you know, they, they, they can compartmentalize differently than we can, they can see things differently. So if we could create a dynamic where we're all exchanging our different powers and unique gifting and we could collaborate as a team, I feel like any workplace could thrive, right? Any workplace could thrive if we are adopting that way of thinking because, you know, growing up it was, you know, your father is your head and, you know, you know you're going to get married and he's going to be your protection. Your husband will be the person that kind of helps you lead life. Like you'll need him to help control how you do, you know. So that dynamic, I don't even think that's just the church. That was kind of that old, you know, mindset back in the day. And, you know, even just like aviation too, you look back on old, old videos and pictures, you see these flight attendants, you know, like they're like, all in these little mini dresses, you know, they were so sexualized. And that was something I noticed too. Like when I got on the dating apps, um, when I was single, men were so hyper-focused on the fact that I was a flight attendant. And one guy would actually, you know, I think I had mentioned this before, send me recordings of you talking and doing your safety demo. You know, it's just like fucking like, what? Like there is a tendency to hyper-sexualize. And I think that that energy and culture carries through even crew. And Pilots think that they can do whatever the fuck they want. The things that I have had said to me over the years would boggle your mind and the things that they've I've heard them say to other women. And it's just, it's like, why? I had a pilot the other day and I honestly was so disgusted. And he's like a head, he's like a, he's like a head person. I don't even want to say what his title is because I don't know. In every, in every uh, airline, things are different than it might say who we are. So <laughs> I won't say anything, but... Um, we have blue and white bags we recycle on the aircraft. And um, I gave him a blue bag. He goes, oh, you didn't give me a Britney Spears. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, you gave me a blue bag. He's like, you didn't give me a white trash bag. And I just looked at him and he looked at me and I said, that's not really funny. Is it trying? Are you trying to be funny? And he's like, I think it's funny. And I said, she's been through a lot in her life. So let's maybe cut her some slack. You know, I just fucking can't. I fucking can't. You know, I just I am at a point where I can't facilitate their ego, which I don't want to anyway. <clears throat> and I'm not trying to be this, you know, bitter, jaded bitch. That's not what I'm trying to talk about, because like I've said, I've met maybe 10 great captains and first officers in the past seven years that were really nice, like maybe 10. No, I'm very picky about my people, but I don't know. I just feel like some of the, the misogynistic things that are said really really bother me and I don't know why it's not addressed and it feels like it's one of those last industries that really doesn't have like they even like step like there's a there I mean there's a lot of things being done to like help you know accept all kinds of different genders and you know beliefs and all of that but I still feel like there's this dynamic that plays out when you're a woman and a, and a male captain or first officer that just still really bothers me. So I wanted to do an episode about it today because I felt like if I don't talk about it, people don't know. And you might find this interesting. Um, it's still something I'm learning to navigate on my own because I want to figure out like, what are my rights here? I've never done that before. I've never written an email like that. I've seen horrible things throughout the years, but I've never actually said something about it. And so that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to record this episode. No fear, no shame, no anything because I think people need to see the darker sides of an industry that is kind of glamorized in a way. And I'm at a point too where people still find out they're like, oh my God, you're a flight attendant. Oh, that's so exciting. And I'm like, no, I'm actually a podcaster. <laughs> I don't want that to be my 
identity anymore, so to speak. Um, so yeah, you get to a place where it's like things serve their purpose, you know, and I've loved this job and I have, and I'm still in it, but it's like, wow. It's like once you grow and you change and you shift your perspective, you don't see things the way that you saw them before. And I want you to know that the pilots that we had yesterday, I went up to the cockpit and I was like, I want you to know how much I appreciate your integrity and your attention to detail and us in supporting us as a crew. I mean, we were missing forks for salads and he ran into the gate area and brought us forks from the, cause the catering wouldn't bring them. And I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Like they were great. And some, and lots of times you do have great, you know, flight crew that are great, but there are times where I just feel like it does happen quite frequently. I'd say 50% of the time you're dealing with people like that. And it's just really disheartening. And, you know, as a woman, I just feel like I am just as equal and I, I have just as much integrity and I'm just as intelligent and I should have the ability to, to speak my mind. And when you're in a situation of hierarchy and you don't have that way, like when you, when I felt like my hands were tied in that situation, that was a safety issue. Um, what do you do? You know, it's one of those things that just makes you feel so powerless and it's important to talk about. So whoever's listening today, if you're in a male-dominated industry or an industry where you feel like maybe you can't speak your voice, I want to challenge you to find maybe one one way for you to stand up. It could be the guys that mock you or say something like that, you know, bro code, something. Tell them to fuck off in your own personalized, professional way. Find something. We all have something that we can stand up for in our life whatever that may be. For me, it was sending that email. I felt real good after I sent it. I was like, this is what happened. Even if I don't get a response, I did something. I have, I have taken the back seat so many times in my life. I've ridden the fence because I didn't want to make waves, but we're not going to get anywhere in life if we stay in our comfort zone. And it's so important to, to get in touch with our core values, who we are as people, because even if it's not always respected in the environment, you're going to feel different. It's going to make a shift in you. And that is really what the goal is at the end of the day. If I can if I can create and spark some type of cultural shift, if I can maybe make somebody think of something in a different way than they hadn't before, then I've done my job. I've done what I've incarnated here to do. And that is what this podcast is about. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode. I know it was a little different than normal, but I think it's important to talk about. And it was really something that affected me this week and I really knew I needed to do an episode about it. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Tune back in next week for another great episode. Take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks again so much for listening. It really does mean a lot when you take the time out of your week to spend some time and listen to a different side, a different perspective. And I hope it was eye-opening for you. You know, there's been so many things throughout the years that I've seen and heard and witnessed, and it's just not right. And I feel like it needs to be talked about. And I see so many flight attendants, you know, that are online, social media, just doing their little blogs and it making it look so good. And, and it is, but I'm a realist and I like to talk about things that people don't see necessarily. And, um, it's a culture that I hope changes more and more over the years. And we have made so many strides and things are better now, but it's important to talk about it. And I'm reminded this morning as there's picketers outside, um, my hotel and they're asking for more wages and people are coming out on the balcony and it's loud and it's, and I'm thinking, yeah, like they're doing it. Like 
you have to cause disruption. You have to make waves if you want to make changes. Because if we just stay in our comfort zone, we don't speak up and say anything, nothing's going to change. So even though it was little, me sending an email or me recording this podcast episode, I feel like in some small way, maybe I'm changing the narrative of a culture that needs needs a little update. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. If you want to reach out to me, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at changingthenarrative underscore podcast. I'm also on TikTok at changingthenarrative underscore 111. If you'd like to shoot me an email, you can do so at changingthenarrativepodcast at aol.com. And as always, folks, it really does help if you give me a five-star rating or a written review in whatever app you listen. And if you hit that like or subscribe or follow button, you will get updates as to when I release new episodes. Thanks again for listening. Go out and have a fantastic weekend, and I'll meet you right back here next week for a new episode.